Chapter Twenty One of The Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Twenty One The Attack on the Wreck. The appearance of Dick with the shotgun disturbed Jack Lesher quite as much as it did Dan Baxter, and the mate stopped rowing instantly. Hi, don't you fire at us, he cried. Then come back here, said Dick. Haven't I a right to visit the wreck? I am not sure that you have. Anyway, you must wait until Captain Blossom returns. It seems to me that you are carrying matters with a high hand, young fellow. Oh, Dick, be careful, whispered Dora. They may become desperate. Don't worry, Dora, he whispered in return. Unless I miss my guess, one is as big a coward as the other. I hope you ain't going too far, Dick, said old Jerry in a low tone. Don't you intend to stand by me, Jerry? To be sure I do, but the mate is the mate, you know. There was an uncertain pause all around. There is no harm in my visiting the wreck, growled Jack Lesher presently. Perhaps not, but you had better wait until Captain Blossom gets back. I only want to get some things that belong to me. And I want to get my extra clothes, said Baxter. These are in rags, as you can see. Then wait until after breakfast, and we'll all go over, said Dick. But he had scarcely spoken when he felt sorry for the words. Oh, Dick, don't trust yourself with them, cautioned Dora. We want to hurry, for I want to go back to where I left the sailors before night, answered Lesher. Then we'll have breakfast at once. Rather reluctantly, the mate turned back to the shore, and he and Baxter left the boat. Then the girls prepared breakfast with all haste. Lesher ate but little, but eagerly tossed off the glass of liquor Dick allowed him. "'Give me one more,' he pleaded. But Dick was firm, and the mate stalked away muttering under his breath. Before Dick entered the rowboat, he called Jerry aside and handed the old sailor a pistol. "'We had better go armed,' he said. "'Keep your eyes open, for they may try to play us a foul trick, and don't let Lesher talk you into obeying him. He has no authority whatever over you.' all right dick i'll stand by it always from this minute on said jerry and the compact was sealed by a handshake the girls came down to see them off and dora warned dick again to be on guard it was decided that lesher and old jerry should do the rowing baxter sat in the bow of the boat and dick in the stern the trip to the wreck was accomplished in almost utter silence everybody was busy with his thoughts as they drew near Dick showed the mate where a ladder hung from the side, and as they drew close to this, Baxter was the first to mount to the deck. As Dick had surmised, Lesher's first hunt was for liquor, and he drank several glasses at a gulp. Then he began to roam around the wreck, noting the damage that had been done and the amount of stores still on board. My floater, if the tide got extra high, he said, Eleven men in our crowd and five in your own ought to be able to do something, surely. The captain says the ship is too deep in the sand, answered Dick, briefly. Blossom don't know everything, growled the mate. Both he and Baxter soon found some comfortable clothing and put it on. Then they made up a bundle of things they said the other sailors needed. When arming themselves, the rovers and Captain Blossom had placed all of the remaining firearms in a stateroom and locked the door. What did you do with all of the guns and pistols? asked Lesher presently, after looking in vain for them. 
they are packed away in a stateroom captain blossom thought it wouldn't do to leave them lying loose some savages might come to the islands and steal them and then we'd be in a bad hole we've got to have some guns and pistols rover well you can see the captain about that i shan't wait which stateroom are they in dick would not tell the mate unless you went around trying the various doors coming to one that was locked he burst it open with his shoulder dick scarcely knew what to do and while he was trying to make up his mind jack lesher secured a pistol and a rifle and also a pistol for dan baxter he would have taken more firearms but dick stopped him that is enough he said i want some for the men said the first mate they can get pistols from captain blossom when they get here huh you think you are in sole command don't you i am not going to allow you to take away all the firearms that are here mr lesher we'll see the mate went into the pantry and secured another glass of liquor then he ordered old jerry to take the bundle of clothing and put it in the rowboat i've got some money on this schooner he said i want to see if that's safe or if you have stolen it we haven't touched any money answered dick his face flushing it would be of no use to us on these islands you come with me while i take a look said lesher behind his back he waved his hand for baxter to follow all three went below again and into a stateroom the mate had occupied the money was in that chest said the mate he threw open the lid it's gone he cried interested for the moment dick bent forward to look in the chest as he did so lesher suddenly hit him a savage blow over the head with the butt of a pistol the blow was a heavy one and dick fell like a log to the floor oh came from baxter have you killed him no only knocked the senses out of him answered lesher bending over his victim what did you do it for to teach him a lesson he shan't boss me baxter come help me put him in the brig and be quick before jerry comes back they lifted up the insensible form and made their way to where the ship's brig was located a dirty closet once used for oil and lanterns dick was thrown on the floor and the mate shut the door on him and locked it now he can stay there for a day or two he snarled reckon it will teach him a lesson what will you do with the sailor before lesher could answer old jerry appeared where is dick rover he asked none of your business growled jack lesher see here tallman are you going to obey me after this i want to know where dick is said old jerry stubbornly i put him in the brig to cool off he's too hot-headed for his own good you had no right to lock him up mr lesher you must let him out at once get out of here quick roared lesher on deck or i'll flog you well you won't touch me cried jerry his temper rising i ain't under orders no more mind that now you let him out or i'll do it you was a fool to lock him up in the first place he moved toward the brig but lesher caught him by the arm let's teach this chap a lesson too came from baxter and like a flash he struck old jerry in the back of the head the first blow was followed by a second and down went the tar the blood oozing from one of his wounds don't hit him again cried lesher hastily he's out already baxter grew pale thinking he had gone too far but he soon discovered that jerry still breathed and then he felt relieved it was decided by the pair that they should place old jerry beside dick in the brig 
and this was quickly done then they put into the prison a bucket of drinking water and a can of ship's biscuits and another of baked beans they won't starve on that said lesher and when they get out they'll understand that i am as much of a master here as anybody it serves dick rover right said baxter he's the kind that ought to be kept underfoot all the time End of chapter twenty one